And now back to Lifeline. We are indeed back. The time is 6.07 on this Monday edition of Lifeline. One line open, one 367 One line open. Let's go to line number two and talk with Adi from Sacramento on line number two. Adi, are you there? <clears throat> yes, Pastor, I am there. Okay, you are there. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Pastor? Great. What's up? What's your thoughts? So I just wanted to also one say thank you, Lord, and be grateful for the message that you gave yesterday on Arise, Move, and Go. Uh, one of the things that really got to me, honestly, made me tear up. Thank you, Holy Spirit, was um, you uh, don't go in circle. Uh, we don't go in circles, but we repeat things. And yeah. definitely on personal levels of my life had me going back and realizing that where I am right now is something I've repeated before. And mm-hmm. the Lord really opened up my eyes to the fact that especially when you're talking about how Satan had E focus on the wrong tree that the devil, or just in general, I could be focusing on the wrong thing that the Lord is trying to give me something else, but I'm trying to focus on one thing. And it definitely was just very humbling enough to see that like, okay, Lord, definitely I'm a mess. Definitely. Sometimes you're thinking, cause you know, you hear the gospel that you better off, but at the same time, still realizing that we're in between grace and glory. And it can be sometimes something that not to say stifling, but, you know, continuously humbles me. And sometimes, like we've talked about, the negative sequencing thing, like seeing the negative sequence in the midst of that, but definitely looking to Christ to know that I just got to keep moving forward in Christ and praying that he keeps pushing me towards that way because I don't really want to repeat the same cycle over again. And it was just something that was very, very humbling. Honestly, I just wanted to come and say thank you for it. Tell the Lord thank you because it was just something that I, I'm, sure a lot of people are going through but i know for me it's something that i definitely can see now that the lord has turned the lights on in that area where it's like yeah you're going you're going back in the same way and i've told you you're going in the same way but like you said he said it gentle and then through the word it's way louder so it was definitely something else hopefully no good i'm glad you caught that uh did you have any other thing that you needed to ask about that i'm gonna make an observation about it but obviously but is there anything else you needed young lady uh, I just and I also wanted to talk about. I like this part how you were just talking with uh, the, before you started talking to the young man. You were talking about how black community it seems as though I've noticed by God's grace that it seems like instead of us really trying to figure out the issues that are in the middle, the things that we deal with on the basis of just you know regular black people in general, we see the government seems to want us to point fingers in a sense and have more victimization towards each other where it's like well white people did this to me and white people did this to me but if we go back and we realize that it's really just been a sin problem and white people have helped us get out of certain situations that we've been in by god's grace it's just been something i'm starting to really realize as the whole crt thing has come up that it's kind of seeming like we'd rather point fingers at other people than ourselves and then the situations that are really right in front of our faces rather than looking elsewhere that's excellent all right so i'm gonna let you go i'm gonna make an observations on both points and i'll talk to you real soon young lady lord bless you bless you bless you bless you all right two things that audie brought up that i'm just going to share with you guys briefly we're going to do cyclical patterns of behavior as long as the lord is trying to uh teach us trying to, on our part, is trying to teach us about doing a better job in a particular domain or station of life or calling. Uh, So the cyclical pattern is about not being able to get away from a calling or an office or a role. 
because he's not going to let you. For instance, one of the areas in which we as human beings are being severely attacked satanically is in in our gender roles. You know that. This is going to be a cyclical pattern because your Bible already told you that a man shall not wear that which pertains to a woman, neither a woman put on that which pertains to a man. You can find this in Deuteronomy 22:15. So God already knew we were going to get so confused that we were going to try to throw away the simplicity of a binary gender category. And we don't need to be uh, putting on a false gender definition on top of the binary sexual categories that we are the enemy is not done with that. His role is to eradicate anything that would constitute male and female because it's an antichrist system that we are under. So what he did first, rather than obey God's word, this is why the devil came in and separated Adam from Eve and he caught her in her weakness. And this is why we have the conflict between male and female because it's not integration. This is opposition to the level of polarity. And this is why you don't have good relationships between men and women, because the enemy is in all that. His goal is to destroy the binary distinction, period. So he has used feminism for the longest. Men have been emasculated. And this is why you find very few men today standing up for the truth, because they've been made to be weak and punkish and uh, and feminine. And they are promoted today. Your most prominent, wealthiest uh, um, uh, men, let's say the African-American, but they're all I promise you the uh, aggregate whole of them are engaged in uh, multi sexual, multi various sexual escapades, even to bestiality. I promise you they're engaging in homosexual by uh, bestiality is prominent today again, and that is nothing but a neo-Canaan um, uh, uh, prohibition that God laid out. And, and the enemy has distracted us from the tree of life, and so we are finding ourselves dealing with bestiality. I was talking about that on this program 15 years ago. And I told our dear friend Brandon that we would be going from homosexuality to bestiality, and we are there now. I promise you, before we end up facing a total androgynous society, androgyny meaning uh, queer taking on the central uh, expression of human beings, queer, meaning there will be no male or female. You don't know what it looks like, what it is and how it acts. That's how profound it's going to be. And the categories are going to extend beyond human beings to animals. And much of the relationship that broken human beings are going to have are with robots, that's where we are today in many third world countries. I, I, I guarantee you it's already very lucratively occurring at the higher up echelons, echelons of wealthy people. They are engaging in your metaverse sexuality. They are engaging in, in your complete cross-sectional, cross-gender, cross-species sexuality because they are utterly confused. It's called a Babylonian system. So the reason why God keeps us going in circles, ladies and gentlemen, between coming out of Egypt and entering into the promised land is because he's trying to train us to be able to handle our blessing when we get into the promised land and not get kicked out as Israel did anyway, about a thousand years after entering into the promised land, because they could not handle the task of being God's people in the midst of a broken world. The world system got them and God kicked them out of that house. 
This is a, a part of the admonition arise, move and go is sometimes God's just going to kick you out of ministry, kick you out of your calling, kick you out of your blessing because we fail to thank him for what we have. But if he has you going in circles, as many of our brothers and sisters did, but they were progressing toward the land of promise. I told you that it's not just in circles, it's progressive. He let them do 40 years to grow up. They could have went into the promised land in two months. He let them do 40 years to grow up and then to kill off the flesh because no flesh shall glory in his sight. So there are lots of lessons for us to learn. God lets us suffer so we can grow in humility, submission and obedience in our calling and our gifting. All right. I got to take a hard break. When I come back, I'll tap a little bit more on uh, on the subject you raised up, Audie, and then I'll be taking you, Wendy and Glory. Glory. One line open. In fact, two lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. Uh, two lines open, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Two lines open, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Before we go to our next call, let me tap into our young sister Audie again, as well as all of you young men and women out there um, that are trying to find your way. You know you're dealing with a uh, a meaning crisis. Um, this crazy uh, Babylonian system has destroyed the clarity that young people need to know what they um, should be doing. And so we're trying to fill our way through this desert and find our calling and find our significance. And there are a whole lot of potholes in the road that will trap you into things that would waste your time. I know you're saying amen because it's true. The goal is to start off in the simplicity of uh, where you are in your life. If you're a young adult, um, look at your domain, look at your life situation, look at what your responsibilities are on a practical level. Don't look away, look at them and realize that you have to first start functioning at the level of your domain. If your domain is demanding you to, uh, to clean up, to organize, then do that. If it's demanding that you um, get more education, uh, do that. Be prudent in that because most of our educational systems are absolutely corrupt and they are wasting your time. You can do a lot of stuff on your own online. But um, if it's calling you to a job, try to acquire a job where you can discipline yourself a few hours a week, 20 or 30 or what have you and get paid. Multitask working with thinking. Remember, you're always thinking. You're always thinking because thinking is part of the ask, knock, and see. God says we have not because we ask not. If we continue to ask, continue to seek, and continue to knock, God will begin to show us what we should be doing. It's just entering into that when when we ask long enough for us to be able to discover that a possible door is opening. Get a, get a witness from people that you care and trust and see if that witness is affirming that this might be a direction to go. 
and start going down that direction. These are called the baby steps of obedience, the baby steps of obedience. And and God says, if we're faithful in little, he will make us faithful in much. We don't have to chew off a whole lot. We don't have to get wrapped up in grandiose ideas. We can have visions and we can have dreams and we can have plans and we can have goals and we should because that's the nature of faith. You know, I taught you that, Adi. It's called optimism. Faith is rooted in optimism. Optimism means to see. It means to see down the line. It means to see things that are not there. It means to see it before it manifests itself. It's called faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because he's calling you to a direction by which he's manifesting to you something for you to do. But we got to we got to constantly be saying, Lord, help me see, help me to hear and then be patient with that. That's the other thing. Young people have a hard time being patient, but you got to be patient with that. Establish the parameters of patience and uh, be content with the few things you have. Sow the little seed of the small harvest and be ready for its uh, its in gathering and then be ready for an increase. He that is faithful in least, God will make him faithful in more. Don't be frustrated with what you have. Contentment and godliness is great gain. Also, remember this, young lady and young man, all you guys out there, you are not what you feel. You are not what you feel. You feel for sure, but but you are not what you feel. Do not let your feelings lie to you. Don't let them be Lord over your life. Don't let them dominate you. See them for what they are. Put them in their proper category. Harness them. Submit yourself to the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. See them for what they are. Harness them. Don't don't run from them. Don't don't deny them. Harness them. Don't submit to them as Lord. Ask the Lord to help you. He will. Uh, When you fail, get back up. When you fail, get back up. Arise, move, and go. And at some point, you will have an objectivity over those things. You will know that it is proceeding from you, but it is not the essence of who you are. You You are who you are in the person of Christ. You'll see that down the line. That will be called growth. Let me go to line number three and talk with Gloria in Winnipeg. Gloria, thank you for your patience. Are you there? Yes, I am. I, how I are you? To, what's going on? All, pardon me? Say, so how are you and what's going on? I wanted to say that, <clears throat> well, I'm struggling with a uh, chest cold right now, but uh it, it's been over, it's a, oh, just a little over a year that I was in the hospital and just about died. So anyhow, um, I wanted to say to you that I enjoyed uh, Friday night's message. Thank you. And Thank you. Um, I was wondering, how can I get those stories of uh, those precious people that were in the Holocaust? Do you have, do you have the ability to email me? Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, like the church email or... Yeah, email. Do you have email, Gloria? Yes, I do. Okay, so I'm going to have you to email me directly, and I'm going to say it for the rest of the program. GBC, girl, boy, cat, GBC Hayward at gmail.com, GBC Hayward at gmail.com, and I'll send you quite a bit of stuff. So you're not on my, you're not on my mailing list. No, I'm not. 
Okay. Uh, I got this weird mailing list. Somebody set me up. So 10%, 20% of the folks drop off. But I know we're doing some good presentations right now. So email me I at lowercase really Hayward. That, but also, I was just wondering if I could just, I don't care who here, if I give my Gmail over the phone even. Yeah, that's not going to help me. One. You can't give it to me. Uh, the, the, so I'm giving you the information. Email me at gbchayward at gmail.com, and I will uh, get with you. I will send you over material uh, this evening so you can start uh, keeping up, because I'm going to be constantly working through the parallels between the Holocaust and what we're dealing with now, because we are in a Holocaust right now, is at the higher scientific level. And you know that I'm reading an article as we talk of six million people being killed by the jab. The CDC knows it. They have the statistics here in America and they won't let this out to the people. Folks are fighting in the court with the FOIA, right? Freedom of Information Act. It will come out. Just like the six million Jews that were that were killed and the other nine million or so people who were a part of other ethnic groups that were killed that came out much later. This is how the enemy works. He's just like the devil. The devil was cast out of heaven by the cross work of Christ, and he knows he has a short period of time. So here's the strategy of the devil. He will do evil because he has a small window to do it. Because righteous men and women and the righteous angels of the Lord are chasing him down and he will get caught, kicked out and removed. But the damage will be done because people will be slow in hearing. This is how the enemy always works. A thief knows he only has a little time to break into your house and steal the goods before somebody catches him. That's how the devil works. And so when he can use the media and different outlets to keep it quiet, he can do his dirt in the dark. But Jesus said, whatsoever is done in the darkness will come to the light. The enemy has a short period of time. The uh the righteous whistleblowers, the righteous prophets, the righteous legal institution, institutions, the righteous governors like in Louisiana and Missouri coming after Biden and all of them, the righteous uh, ministries that are standing up for the truth. They aren't being heard by the major media outlets, but they're making a dent because our institutions are still rooted in constitutional rights. Uh, and biblical and inalienable rights. And that's where our authority is until our country is completely hijacked and, and our leaders no longer even pay attention to the Constitution. Then we're back at civil war. And that's not too far down the line. So if you email me, gbchayward at gmail.com, I'll make sure that I send you over this information so you can keep up with us. And uh, we'll be talking about this until it's no longer relevant, but it is right now. There's nothing new under the sun, and we are in seriously dark days, spiritually, uh, practically, economically, and socially. So I'm glad you call, uh, you call my dear sister. I'm glad you're doing well. You'll get over your chest cold. You know what to do. You got protocols. You know how to take care of yourself. Uh, and, and you'll you'll get better. Um, God has blessed you, like you said, to help you overcome almost dying a year ago, like he did many of our brothers and sisters. And we're on the mend. We're on the mend. We got to keep our eyes on the master and walk humbly with the Lord, your God, love justice and uh, and, uh, and, and and do mercy. 
um, where you can and uh, we'll be all right. And remember, to die is to gain. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Don't fear them that can kill the body, but feel, fear him who will kill both of them in hell. The devil fears him. We just need to start fearing them, too. Thank you for the call, my dear sister. We're going to take a break when I come back. I've got two lines open. one 888 maybe even three. one 888 Let's talk about it before we close out today. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, indeed. We're back the time 635 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. I've got two lines open. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine, two lines open. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, two, nine. The note that I wanted to finish on with uh, with Adi before we go to Wendy is uh, avoid the false uh, propaganda of uh, victimization. It doesn't it doesn't work. It's not needed. Uh, when we accept that we are victims, we are projecting away from our own responsibility to actually arise, move and go. A victim will sit there and let the predator consume him because he doesn't feel like, um, again, there you go with feelings. He doesn't feel like he has the capacity to actually stand on his own two feet. How uh, ridiculous and absurd is that for the African-American community when we've overcome so many different things. Uh, my sadness for the African-American community at large is that it buys into a lie sold to them by the very persons that they said that they were perpetrated against. That's exactly right. Much of this crap called CRT, critical race theory, rooted in wokeism and diversity, inclusion and equity is once again a uh, elixir of uh, empty promises on the part of uh, the elitist who want to wipe out the African-American community. I will say it explicitly because I see it again as I'm working through the Holocaust. This whole agenda on COVID was certainly designed to wipe out through these jabs many Africans, African people of African heritage in Africa, as well as African-Americans in America. When we look at the stats, ladies and gentlemen, African-Americans have done worse under this program than any other ethnic group in America. Why? Because they simply lined up in lockstep to do whatever Fauci said do rather than to be critical and analytical and and uh, skeptical about the methodology and the avoidance of legitimate uh, modes of determining what safe and effective is. And hence, when we look at the numbers of how many black people lost their lives throughout this whole uh, COVID thing, we're going to have to actually answer for why we just lined up ignorantly and fell for it, because we seem to always do that. And then when when your black brother comes along and tell you is something wrong, you want to call him an Uncle Tom or someone who just doesn't care for you. But the reality is you got to know when you're listening to a snake. All right. Let me go to line number three and talk with Wendy from Union City. Wendy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Uh, I just want to. Okay, good. But so yesterday, I was invited to this uh, called Jesus and Justice Collective at a South Bay, uh, uh, Southeast Bay Church, right? Okay. And so it basically started with, you know, personal, uh, the presenter with a personal experience that she, uh, she experienced uh, discrimination from the police. And she also shared how, you know, some of the immigrants that she worked with uh, is afraid of law enforcement. 
So I myself are uh, is a immigrant, you know, but I, I was never a slave owner, and like the millions of the immigrants here, and and I'm a law-abiding immigrant. So when I ask if, because uh, you know, there's only one race, only one race, human race in various yeah. colors, and there's two types of people. There's the good, courageous, you know, truth-telling. Uh, 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 the kind, and there's a bad, deceptive, you know, wicked, and the cowardly. So I said that, and I said, you know, so also, what is this? Is this uh, um, I said, are you? Is it pushing white guilt to change mind to pave way for reparation? Absolutely, and, or, or, or division. And it, I mean, I was thinking, why, why push the victimhood? And right. and, and another question I want to ask: How prevalent is this in the local churches in the Bay Area? Because I just said, you know, God forgave us through Christ. And then, you know, even the one of the pastor even said, oh, you know, Jesus was a uh, uh, oppressed my, uh, poor man, like, you know, minority or something like that. And I said, no, but Jesus, God forgave us already. Jesus never said that he was a, he was a victim. Anyway, I just wanted to see what your take is. And, you know, I, I wanted to listen to, I mean, and also the organizer um, actually separated us. I, I think segregated because... The reason I say that by by our color in in the discussion, the reason I say segregated because I wanted to join my you know my black uh, brothers and sisters because I I I understand how they feel because I had a, a ex tenant that was black and I understand her uh, situation and I want to be with them and you know what they insisted I and another Asian you know um, uh, Christian sisters that cannot speak okay and and even tell it to my face that I don't believe I, I don't belong in that group. Right. So let me help you. Thank you for the call. I'm going to share with you what has always been the tactic. You cannot be a Bible believing Christian and be in the midst of woke folk who have used neoliberal, neo-Marxist, critical race theory framing to um, to um, demasculate scripture from its central message, and that is Jesus Christ is the savior of all mankind. He is the God man who came to redeem all of us as sinners. If we have any kind of intersectional commonality is that we're sinners. He didn't come to save one race over the other. He came to save all ethnic groups. And as you said, my dear sister, there's only one race, the human race, but the message they are preaching is not the gospel. The gospel is about the fact that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You must know that. This is what we are saying in our church on Sunday. The devil loves to distract you. So he got Eve wrapped up in the tree of knowledge of good and evil instead of uh, her being able to make a beeline to the tree of life. The tree of life is Jesus the Christ. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is experiential knowledge rooted in our own systems of morals and ethics. It is a system of works. Uh, it is a system of law. It's a system of condemnation. And that's all you got going on here with, with these folks. You are right. Once people buy into the false gospel of, of wokeism and uh, critical race theory and condemning the whites, then they are part of a neo-priesthood who don't offer absolution to the white folks, but condemnation and punishment, and they desire reparations, it really is an occupying of God's position to keep people under condemnation rather than to liberate them through the grace of the gospel. That 
preacher, whoever he was telling you that Jesus was oppressed, Jesus was a uh, community, community organizer. Again, this is ancient liberal ideology. This is liberal theology. This is neo-black liberation theology. It didn't work 50 years ago. It's not going to work today. It's really a distraction from the real issue. Um, but what they're working with <clears throat> is a power system because Marxism today has a proxies. People get paid to be Marxist today like they get paid to sell COVID, uh, the COVID-19 jab. So your doctors who have compromised the gospel, uh, compromised their Hippocratic oath are uh, slaves of an oppressive, tyrannical system coming from Big Pharma, the government, and throughout the uh, administration in the hospitals. And they are peddling these vaccines, these jabs, these gene therapies to people unbeknownst of their fully informed consent. You know that. And it's the same idea. When people start weaving it together, ladies and gentlemen, they will understand that what's taking place is what took place under Hitler. And that was population control by dividing the ethnic groups, destroying Jews, destroying um, gypsies and destroying black people. This here is your eugenics depopulation program that uh, Margaret Sanger and her whole abortion clinic systems that is, you know, Planned Parenthood, all of that is what's going on today because it never went away. It just takes on new forms and new shapes. And as W.C. Field put it, a sucker is born every day. I've been dealing with this myself for the last it's just remarkable. I was listening to uh, Chuck Swindoll on the commercial before um, we came back on air and I was thinking about how long I've been on the radio. I've been on the radio since my 30s and I'm 62 now. It's amazing to me that we have not made real progress on the largest sociological level. And when it comes to black churches, I'm just sad to say I, I don't have much fellowship with any of them. Very few black churches get it. I, I go to communities where black people are and they're the most common folks with masks on everywhere. They, they're still in the pandemic. They're still in the pandemic. My black, my dear black brothers and sisters still walking around in fear, still following Fauci. And Fauci has already openly said the masks never work. We used it because we wanted to control people and get them to go to the hospital. He plainly said it, I guess, you know, because people listen to um, uh, the media outlets, they don't know the facts. And so we are divided, and I think we're going to stay divided until God brings enough suffering for people to wake up and realize that Biden has lied to you, Newsom has lied to you, Pharma has lied to you, Fauci has lied to you, and your pastors, they have bought it because your schools have been getting paid to do this in many churches. Your bigger churches, not going to name them, they get support from the governors to, um, to run campaigns to get all their people vaccinated. And I'm looking at statistics from the CDC right now. More people that are vaccinated have been getting sick and dying than the unvaccinated. We already told you that. It compromises your immune system. Every time you get a jab, your immune system is compromised more and more. And uh, the love of people who are smarter than us in these matters have said, just stop. Don't do it anymore. Just stop. God has made our bodies marvelous. They can recover. 
But you got to stop. You got to repent of of buying into our medical system and our government as if it's God. He already told you, cursed is the man that trusteth man and makes flesh his arm. Blessed is the man that trusts the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bearing its fruits in its season. Its leaf also shall not wither. It will not see the heat in the summer. That's Jesus the Christ and everybody that's in him. Got to take a hard break. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine has been linked to blood clotting in older individuals. We already knew that years ago. According to the U.S. Food Drug and Administration, FDA, for people who say we need we need to hear from from the priesthood of Fauci. FDA has said this. Pfizer has said this. FDA researchers crunching data from a database of elderly elderly persons in the United States, that's after they've died, found that pulmonary embolism, blood clotting that forms in the body and winds up blocking blood flow in the lung, met the initial threshold for statistical signals and continued meeting the criteria after more in-depth evaluation. That is autopsies. We told them they should have done it long ago. Three other outcomes of interest, a lack of oxygen to the heart, heart, a blood platelet disorder called immune thrombocytopenia and another type of clotting called intravascular coagulation initially raised red flags, researchers said. More in-depth evaluations such as comparisons with populations who received influenza vaccine showed those three are no longer meeting the statistical threshold for a signal. Researchers looked at data covering 17.4 million elderly Americans who received a total of 34.6 million vaccine doses between December 10, 2020 and January 16, 2020. The study was published by the journal Vaccine on December 1st. Listen to this. The FDA said it wasn't taking any action on the results because they don't prove the vaccine caused any of the four outcomes and because the findings are still under investigation and require more robust study. How hypocritical. This is why you got to be logical in your thinking. Let me help you. <clears throat> if they had done a control study where they had the same amount of people who took the vaccines over against people who did not take the vaccines, they could easily have figured this out. We can easily determine whether or not the vaccine is causing the injury if you have a control trial. Get a bunch of people with the same condition, same status, same stratification and put them on a trial at length with the people who take the vaccine. See what happens over a six month, nine month, one year period, not 90 days, not 30 days, not several weeks, weeks like pharma does, because you don't get to see the outcome until several months later. And so right now we got a lot of people walking around congested because of coagulation, because of, as you saw, blood clotting, embolisms, pulmonary. They don't even know it. And this is why you and I are quietly looking at athletes on the field falling down dead, falling down sick, because once you put pressure on the body, now the heart can't pump that blood anymore. And people think they're all right because they're just you know, walking a little here or there. But ladies and gentlemen, if you've taken the jab and you have difficulty breathing, <clears throat> walking up the stairs <clears throat> or going you know, on a long walk. Um, I'll tell you what I told you a year ago. 
Don't hide it. Go and do a D-dimer test. Tell your doctor to do a D-dimer test because you can look at your blood at the microscopic level to see what's going on with your blood platelets. You'll see the difference. It's there. It's sad. See, there will be a a Nuremberg trial, Nuremberg trial at some point in our world because of this. And I know you don't like me saying it. And one day we'll be just as bad as Canada or the UK. And preachers like me and others won't be able to do what I'm doing because we'll be punished for not following the mainstream narrative, the ministry of truth that Biden tried to get started last year that we crushed because some of us still love truth and we still love freedom did not uh, stop crying aloud and sparing not. Let them know the evil that they are doing and he couldn't get it passed. And that's because he's trying to calculate getting into office again in the next couple of years. Thankfully, I've got people who work close enough to the CDC who can let me know how the political winds blow. And Biden was told, don't you try to press down. So the military has backed off. Thank God we've got I've got children in the military. Who had to take these these jabs and they already know how many people are sick and dying in the military and on the streets. Got chilled. Yeah. So I have an invested interest, as should all of you. See, we just we just saw Cain kill his brother Abel. And God came to him and said, Cain, where is your brother Abel? You know what Cain said? I don't know where he is. He lied. That, that's because he was of the devil. And then he said these words, ladies and gentlemen, am I my brother's keeper? Well, what's the answer? So that's why I do what I do, because I'm your I'm your brother's keeper. You are my brother. And so I'm going to tell you whether you like it or not. And if I'm wrong, prove me wrong and I'll say I'm sorry and I'll, I'll try to move on. But we we've been coming after Fauci and Birch and Basic and all of them for the longest because we have been able to see the information behind the scenes that they've been lying to us. At some point, we're going to have to get at Biden. But I I think once you reach the presidency, the only person that's going to get you is God. I don't know. It don't seem like the presidents ever get really punished for their crimes. I mean, going all the way back to Nixon as a child. I'm 12 years old and Nixon is saying, read my lips. I'm not a liar. He was an absolute chronic liar. I remember Bush one saying, read my lips. No new taxes. Next thing you turn around taxes. It's absolute. Thank you. One minute. It's just insane that you and I are living in a culture where now I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the one thing that a government fears is when people wake up and start owning their responsibility for themselves and then gathering together and doing something about it. Our government will be stopped in its tracks as soon as people wake up. They are banking on you staying asleep until the next crisis come and it's coming. It's going to be economic. It's going to be political. It's going to continue to be some kind of medical crisis until you and I are looking up at the central banking digital credit system where you can't have have any access to your money anymore. And we'll all just be walking in lockstep in this neo concentration camp called the ghetto in the 23rd, uh, 21st century, 2023, 24, 25. And uh, you will have been warned. 
All the information is there. Klaus Schwab is licking his chops. Can't wait to have control over your life because we fail to recognize that God has made us in his image and in his likeness and has called us to love truth and hate covetousness. And spare not, cry out. Maybe somebody will wake up. The Lord bless you to wake you up. Grant you a revelation of his glory. And you church folk, repent. You're called to be your brother's keeper. I love you in Jesus' name. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.